How does fasting relate to God's pattern of rest? We'll discuss that and more in today's episode. This is Cherie. Welcome to Meditating the Word. It's day 21, the last day of our fast. If you made it this far, I'm super proud of you. You've done something that few people are willing to do. Today, we look at frequently asked questions about fasting in the final chapters of A Complete Guide to Biblical Fasting, Master the Habit that Provokes God's Favor by Ted Shuttlesworth, Jr. Chapter 10, What Will Fasting Do to My Body? Fasting, as Shuttlesworth points out, is not only a spiritual exercise, but also brings numerous health benefits. It aligns with the biblical pattern of rest, as demonstrated when God rested on the seventh day after creation and when he provided manna for six days, allowing the seventh day as a rest day. This principle extended even to the land, emphasizing the importance of rest and recovery. But in the seventh year, there shall be a Sabbath of solemn rest for the land, a Sabbath to the Lord. You shall not sow your field or prune your vineyard. Leviticus 25.4 The book highlights how fasting allows our bodies to rest from constant digestion, helping to expel built-up toxins. It's a safe and effective way to heal the body from diseases caused by poor nutrition. Shuttlesworth emphasizes the responsibility we have to honor God with our bodies. You do not belong to yourself, for God bought you with a high price, so you must honor God with your body. 1 Corinthians six nineteen and 20 The physical benefits of fasting include weight loss, improved cholesterol levels, better sugar metabolism, and even helping in conditions like type 2 diabetes. Remarkably, fasting can enhance stem cell regeneration, slowing down aging, and reducing cancer risks. It's also a powerful tool to break sugar addiction. When you fast, it's essential to drink plenty of water. The Institute of Medicine recommends that men drink about 100 ounces of water each day, while women should drink approximately 74 ounces. As I've mentioned, I actually aim for 128 ounces or a gallon of water each day, even when I'm not fasting. When fasting, feelings of hunger are normal. When Jesus finished fasting, he was hungry too. Matthew 4, 2. However, your hunger should subside as you enter extended fasting. According to Arthur Wallace, in God's Chosen Fast, the three stages of fasting are 1. A craving for food, which may last for a couple of days or longer. 2. A feeling of weakness and faintness, which may last for two or three days or more. And 3. The easiest phase of growing strength. The easiest phase of growing strength with little or no concern about food. At this stage, the person fasting often feels that he or she could continue the fast indefinitely without any great effort. This has certainly been my experience on just about any extended fast I have done. 
Shuttlesworth identifies five common reasons fasting fails, including a lack of understanding of fasting's power, not feasting on God's word, insufficient prayer, failure to set oneself apart, and simply not starting. No discipline is enjoyable while it is happening. It's painful, but afterward, there will be a peaceful harvest of right living for those who are trained in this way. Hebrews 12:11. Chapter 11. Frequently asked questions about fasting. This chapter addresses practical questions about fasting. Starting a fast might involve reducing intake of coffee, tea, sugary drinks, and possibly consuming only fresh fruits on the last day before the fast. Ending a fast, especially an extended one, should be gradual. Shuttlesworth recommends starting with fruit juices and progressively reintroducing solid foods. Personally, I don't like to break my fast with fruit juices because of the high sugar content, even though it's natural sugar. I generally start by adding whole fruits and vegetables, then adding nuts for protein. I don't normally consume milk products, but if you do, you could certainly add yogurt. Just don't slip back into undisciplined eating. Take advantage of the fact that you have just cleaned out your system. What about medication and fasting? Again, I am not a medical professional. If you are taking prescription medications, you need to talk to your doctor about fasting. You might be able to do some intermittent fasting or use the 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. fasting method. Fasting while pregnant is a bad idea. Your baby needs a continuous supply of nutrients and strength. Should your children fast? Children also need proper nutrients. Most doctors discourage fasting for children before they hit puberty. The best solution may be the 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. fast if your children want to fast with you. Should you keep your fast a secret? Well, you shouldn't parade your fasting around to gain the attention of others. However, there may be times when you have to explain why you're not eating. You don't have to be prideful or religious about it. And you should never flaunt your fasting in front of others to look more holy or spiritual. What if you mess up? Don't let one moment of weakness stop you from continuing in dedication to the Lord. Just pick up where you left off and rededicate yourself to your vow to fast and seek God. Regarding marital intimacy during fasting, Shuttlesworth refers to 1 Corinthians 7.5. Do not deprive one another of sex, except, perhaps, by agreement for a limited time, that you may devote yourselves in prayer, but then come together again, so that Satan may not tempt you because of your lack of self-control. Couples may mutually choose abstinence for a limited period to devote themselves to prayer, but it should be a mutual decision. Should you exercise while fasting? Fasting is a time to separate yourself from your everyday routine and to deny your flesh. If you're fasting for a shorter period of time, you can probably continue to work out. But during extended fasts, it's not a good idea. 
And if you refuse to engage in fasting and prayer because you don't want to interrupt your workout routine, you need to ask yourself whether exercise has become your god. Will fasting ruin your metabolism? Even short-term fasts have been found to actually increase your metabolic rate, causing your body to burn more calories. Chapter 12, Spiritual Benefits of Fasting Shuttlesworth delves into the spiritual aspects of fasting, referencing Isaiah 58 to outline the supernatural benefits of fasting and prayer. Is this not the fast that I have chosen? To loose the bonds of wickedness, to undo the heavy burdens, to let the oppressed go free, and that you break every yoke. Then your light shall break forth like the morning, your healing shall spring forth speedily, and your righteousness shall go before you. The glory of the Lord shall be your rear guard. Then you shall call, and the Lord will answer. Isaiah 58, 6, 8, and 9. So what are the spiritual benefits of fasting? Fresh revelation and favor. Then your light will break forth like the morning. Your level of understanding of God's word determines the level of freedom you will experience in life. The first benefit of fasting and prayer that God promised is that you will gain an unnatural understanding of his word. With your flesh subdued, that carnal filter isn't operating. Often, however, God is speaking quietly. If we don't humble ourselves and quiet the flesh, we could miss it. For the Lord God is a sun and shield. The Lord bestows favor and honor. No good thing does he withhold from those who walk uprightly. Psalm eighty-four, eleven. When God shines upon you, his favor will be evident in your life. Expedited healing. The second thing clearly promised as a benefit of fasting and prayer is that divine healing will quickly manifest in your body. While healing was purchased for us with the blood of Jesus on the cross, none of the blessings we receive from God come to us automatically. Each one must be received and appropriated by faith. Jesus' death was only God's half of the covenant transaction. Now, if we want to receive salvation, we also have a part to play. Any blessing God has provided for his children must be obtained by faith. Did you know that the average American consumes and assimilates four pounds of chemical preservatives, coloring, stabilizers, flavorings, and other additives each year. These build up in our bodies and cause illness and disease. But periodic fasts flush out the poisons, giving your body time to heal itself as God designed it to do. Obstacles Removed The Lord will go ahead of us and prepare the way, warn us of things to come, and fight on our behalf. Every hindrance that stands in your way will be leveled by the power of God. When the Lord goes before you, he won't just remove hindrances from your path. He will connect you with the people that he has called you to help and those who will help you. Divine Protection 
Isaiah 58 clearly shows us that through fasting and prayer, the glory of God becomes our rear guard. He protects us from behind, no matter what our enemy may have planned to destroy us. It's a wonderful thing to know that God's got your back. Expedited Answers to Prayer Fasting is a powerful supplement to our prayers. It keeps us in the mindset and atmosphere of prayer throughout our day. It weakens the flesh, giving way to the desires of the Spirit. He rewards those who diligently seek Him. Hebrews 11.6 Divine Direction Divine direction is one of the main reasons God's people fasted in the Old Testament and the New Testament. They depended on hearing his voice. Then shall your light rise in the darkness, and your gloom be as the noonday, and the Lord will guide you continually. Isaiah 58, 10 and 11. No lack in places of abundance, peace, restoration, proper direction, and right paths, protection from evil, provision in the midst of enemies, fresh anointing, overflow, goodness and mercy, and an eternal place in God's presence. That's what divine direction yields. Psalm 23. Supernatural Strength Strength is afforded to those who seek the Lord in fasting and prayer. In Isaiah 58:11, God promised to make your bones strong. When your spirit becomes strong, it affects your entire being. Beloved, I pray that you may prosper in all things and be in health just as your soul prospers. 3 John 1 verse 2 But they who wait for the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. Isaiah forty thirty one. After Jesus was filled with the Spirit at the Jordan River, the Bible says that he was led by the Spirit into the wilderness. That's where he spent 40 days in fasting and prayer, and he returned in power. Though Jesus was the Son of God from the moment of birth, he produced no miracles until he was filled with the Spirit, and he fasted and prayed. As soon as he returned, his miracles began. He was operating in supernatural strength. Victory over temptation. The flesh must be subdued if we're going to be victorious whenever temptation arises. Watch and pray that ye may not enter into temptation. The spirit indeed is willing, but the flesh is weak. Matthew twenty six forty one. The ability to subdue your flesh, be led by the Spirit, and to overcome temptation may be the greatest benefit of fasting and prayer that there is. As you fast and pray, you are putting yourself in a position to live a life that's continually pleasing to the Lord, and by doing so, you will provoke His favor. Chapter 13 100 Prayer Points to Boost Your Devotions In this chapter, Shuttlesworth provides a comprehensive list of prayer points to aid in devotions. And no, I'm not going to read these to you. But this chapter is a valuable resource for those seeking guidance in prayer. 
This wraps up our discussion on fasting. This book serves as a compelling guide for anyone looking to deepen their understanding of fasting from a Christian perspective, offering both practical advice and spiritual insight. If you still have any doubt that fasting is relevant today, I have just one question for you. If Jesus, the Son of God, the Word made flesh, the Creator of all that is, fasted, doesn't it make sense that fasting would probably be a good idea for us too? Okay, my disclaimers. I am not a medical professional, and nothing in this podcast should be taken as medical advice. Please, if you fast, fast responsibly. If you have any underlying health issues or an unhealthy relationship with food, do not fast. And if you are going on an extended fast, it's a good idea to check with your doctor first. I want to thank you for going on this journey with me. I'm not sure where we're headed next. Maybe prayer, maybe healing, maybe prosperity, maybe favor. If there's a particular subject you'd like to go deep on, let me know. All right, let me pray over you. Father God, as we come to the end of this season of fasting, we thank you for lovingly providing this discipline for our benefit. Help us to not just understand the physical benefits, but to embrace the spiritual renewal that fasting offers. We recognize that our bodies are the temple of Holy Spirit. We are not our own, but have been purchased with an exceedingly precious price. Help us to use the discipline of fasting as a tool to cleanse and rejuvenate ourselves inside and out. May our future journeys through fasting draw us ever closer to you, deepening our faith and heightening our awareness of your presence in our lives. Strengthen our bodies and our spirits and help us to persevere, especially when faced with challenges or temptations. When we fast, let it be with pure intentions, seeking not just the physical detoxification, but a deeper spiritual cleansing that aligns us more closely with your will. Father, I speak a special blessing over those who have been traveling with me on this path of fasting. Continue to give them revelation and clarity. I speak healing over their bodies and strength and renewal over their relationships with others and especially with you. May the insights we've gained over the past weeks not just linger in our minds, but manifest in our lives as we strive to live in a way that honors you. Thank you for the nourishment of your word and this special time spent in your presence. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Thank you for joining me on Meditating the Word today. This is Cherie reminding you that you are in my prayers. I'm probably going to take a few days off before we start up on our next subject. I look forward to seeing you again soon. And until next time, be blessed and be a blessing.